Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today is a very special episode. Happy holidays. It's our advice episode. Long awaited. Yeah. Thank goodness. Y'all need it. (laughs) Yeah, some of the messages we were getting... Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, we got like some messages that weren't asking for advice. We had some like personal anecdotes that were told, which we loved, which we loved, which were entertaining. Like, okay, we got one anecdote. And if this is you, we love you. (laughs) We celebrate you. Said I lost my V card in a Disneyland bathroom. If you know, you know, the Alice in Wonderland one. Now, Phoebe did promptly look up that bathroom. Girl. Girl. Or bud. Yeah. Yeah. It is not. I was like picturing something something really like cool. I was picturing something chic. It kind of looks like like, it's like out of a horror movie. Yeah. It looks (laughs) kind of like if you went to like a local amusement park and there was an Alice in Wonderland themed mm-hmm. bathroom there. It's not, it, it doesn't seem yeah, like a doesn't Disney bathroom. Gi- it doesn't give Disney, maybe it's been updated since. Logistically also seemed tight, tight, tight. So the stalls seem tight, but also there, it's not like one of those bathrooms in public spaces where there's like rows of stalls where like yeah. maybe there's some separation between where you're doing that Mm-mm. and other people are doing other things. Also, I do want you all to know like, if there was a child even in the room, <laughs> that would be a bad day for you. Yeah. So just be careful with that. Um, But good for you. Hopefully, like, it's gotten better since then because I can't imagine it was, like. That's a tough first time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm honored to know. And uh, thank you for telling us. And also, it is iconic. So <laughs> sometimes you just have to do things for the memoir. Yeah. And that was like my motto for much of my life. So I, I'm, I'm not judging you at all. No, I we don't really have room cool. to. Hmm? We don't have room to. No, you're right. We do not have room to. We do not have <laughs> room to. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so what we are going to get into the advice. So we chose the ones that we felt like we could give the, like actual advice about. Um, so if yours wasn't chosen... I'm sorry. It literally just means that like we're probably struggling with the same thing. <laughs> we aren't in a position to give you advice on it because we need advice. Yeah. Even some of this, this is the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Take it all with a grain Except Caroline's of married. So I am married. There's a lot of like love stuff here. So, okay. So the first one, I'll just read it. My partner is always getting sick or headaches and gets overly dramatic but won't take medicine. How can I make this less annoying for me? I don't want to be too rude. How nice of you, number one, to say you don't want to be rude. Because let me tell you how this is in my house. Anthony gets hurt. And this has happened. Like, for much of our relationship, he refused to take a pill, even if it would make him, even if it would cure all of his ailments, like, wasn't happening. So he starts getting hurt or like, you know, he has a headache or he fell on the steps. I don't know. <laughs> and he's complaining all the time. And you know, we've all heard of like man flu. It's the worst. It is the worst. There's just no drama. one gets sicker than a man. Yeah. Who wants attention? <laughs> no one wants attention men. more than a man. Than a sick. sick man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think you just got to throw the being real. I don't know how long you've been together. Yeah, that that I think maybe that's a qualifying it. question. If you've been together for a couple months, here you have two two things. Mm-hmm. One, if it really is like draining and it's getting harder to see the good in the rest of the relationship, mm-hmm. maybe just cut things off. Maybe you aren't meant to be with each other right yeah, now. Yeah, if if this is a deal breaker for you, and and I'm not judging you if it is, because like if your partner is always getting sick and getting these headaches and complaining like a lot, and it's that can be very draining for you to be like the support system mm-hmm. in that situation. And it's hard to be there for someone who like does not want to help themselves. So then, yeah, I think that's another option would be to wait it out. See if it changes. If it doesn't change in a couple months, then I think you have to have a conversation and it has to come from a place of, I care about you so much mm-hmm. and I want you to feel good and I want you to feel healthy and I want you to be healthy. Yeah. But I can't watch you continue to get sick and not help yourself or let other people help you. And I think also, like, I don't know. I don't think it's a reason to break up with someone unless, like, there are other things contributing or you're just unhappy or it really is, like, taking over the relationship. I think you can say to the person when they're getting a headache, when they're whatever, like, here, I have ibuprofen or I have Excedrin or I have whatever – and just it will make your pain go away and mm-hmm. then we can enjoy the rest of our night. And then if he or she is like, I don't want to take medicine, like ask them why. Mm-hmm. Why don't you want to take medicine? And, you know, if you know it's going to help you. And then it's also like, well, are there other things? Because I have a friend who's really scared of taking medicine. And, you know, it. there are times when she's like, I really need the help that this is going to give me. So I'm going to bite the bullet. But she does not want to take meds. And, like, I'm not in a relationship with her, so I don't have to really deal with it that much. I don't know what that's like. But I think you also have to explore, like, other things you can do to make you feel better. Like, for example, I want to buy one of these. I just saw, like, this migraine, like, hat that you put in the freezer and it's, like, cold and you put it on and it's supposed to really help with headaches. Go lay out in a dark room, have some alone time, try to go to sleep, like, drink some water and put one of those on. That could really help your headache. Or essential oils, like if you're into that kind of thing. There is like, um, I think it's like peppermint and something else if you put it on your temples. Or it's spearmint. If you put it on your temples, that really helps. Like there are things you can do that aren't taking a pill. If he's getting sick like the flu or something, he needs to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor will tell him to take a medication. And then if he doesn't do it, you are within your rights to be like, look, I like you. I love you. Whatever. I care about you. I want you to feel better. The doctor told you what to do, and it's now frustrating for me because I don't know how to help you. Like, it's I don't know how to like, support you. Now, this is obviously a more mental situation, but with Mike and Byron mm-hmm. in the show, Byron is talking to Ella like, the doctor, the therapist has told us what we can do to help this start to get better, and we're doing him a disservice by not even treating it like an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, your partner is doing themselves a disservice. Exactly. By not even letting it be an option. And you. Yeah. It's affecting your life. And I think also, like, look at when this is happening. Because there could be more at play here. Is it to get attention? Is it to get out of something? Or if you... I know that this is common in a lot of relationships. Of Like, if there is something that goes on in your life that makes things about you or about a friend. Mm -hmm. And they're around. And they can't handle the attention not being on them. They will then make themselves sick. Or come up with some 
ailment or reason that the -hmm. attention should be placed on them. Yeah. And then I don't know if that's really the kind of person you want to be in a relationship with. I know. And if the issue is is less on that they're always getting sick and won't take medicine and more on that they're really dramatic about it. Then I think, again, like, it depends on how long you've been with them. But it's, like, is this actually just a personality flaw? Like, is mm. this something you can sit down with them and be, like, I mean, how dramatic is he? And how often and is And, like, it? can you, you know? see it in like, other parts of their life? Of, like, maybe you see it mostly when he's being sick. Mm-hmm. But also, like, is he super dramatic in yeah. other things in his life? And it's it truly is a... a no- a more general personality right trait. and you can make a light-hearted comment too it could be like oh my god you are always getting sick like what's going on are we sleeping enough do we need a liquid iv like what's happening here totally you know or you could be like you know it sounds like your headaches are really really bad like i'm i'm a little bit worried that maybe something else is going on and i think there are a few questions you have to ask yourself to close this out number one what's the real issue mm-hmm. is it the drama Is it that they're always getting sick and like won't accept the help? Or is it that honestly you're just like annoyed by this person? Because that could be enough. Do you have the ick for them? That could be another thing. I had to explain what the ick was to two men the other day. Oh, of course you did. Do men not get the ick? If you don't know what the ick is, Phoebe, why don't you explain it again? I literally was just giving examples. I was like, think about the person that like the last person that you had a crush on and think about them going through airport security. (laughs) <laughs> and here's what I want you to picture them having to do the balancing act of taking their shoes off and getting their laptop out of their bag all like with one hand and everything while they're still walking in line and then having to walk without shoes on. Maybe they didn't wear socks to the airport. So they're barefoot uh, in the airport. That'll give you the ick. Or like if they're overly into you sometimes like think about the like if you were in a relationship and you had to end it and the person was just like overbearing and just like was love bombing you was so obsessed with you and like it was just too much or you just got to even if they weren't doing that and just got to the point where you're around them and you're like everything you do is annoying aria aria has the ick for ezra every other episode and i have the ick for aria like if (laughs) everything you do and is annoying then like that's you you have the ick and so maybe that is so maybe you have the ick yeah that's a possibility and then i think you also have to ask yourself like you know is this legitimate or is it something bigger mm-hmm. for that for your partner like do they need to see a therapist about this what's going on do they have munchausen's they're, like they're, uh, major hypochondriac or do they actually have like medical stuff going on in which case they need an and i'm not saying you need to be their advocate no. but they need an advocate yeah who's going to make them go get actual yes. help from a doctor if these are real medical issues absolutely and it and it doesn't have to be and it is actually okay like you are allowed, you are not responsible for this person's well-being unless you are married mm-hmm. and like you have a commitment like that. Like, you know, you don't, you're not responsible for this person's well-being. Yeah. So it is okay for you to say, I love you. I like you. I care about you, but I can't give any more of my energy to this. Like I have a lot going on and mm-hmm. you know, or it's really frustrating for me to see you struggling so much, but not accept any help. And so I'm at a point where I'm frustrated and instead I want to be helping you. Like, so I don't know. I think we're kind of at a standstill until we can find a solution. So anyway, I don't know if that was helpful at all, but case closed. You're welcome. (laughs) I don't know if that was helpful, but the case is closed. But don't ask any follow-up questions. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Mm -hmm. This is, I think, something a lot of people can relate to. I'm really into this guy. He's into me too. 
but the problem is he doesn't respond very well. Like almost won't answer me, answer my text until a day later. (laughs) I'm sorry. Should I keep texting him and hoping he'll get better at responding or communicate my feelings about how I feel about it? Um, okay. Talking stages are the worst things ever. Mm -hmm. They can be fun for a couple days and then it gets hard. But something that I've realized this past semester is especially as you get older, it's okay for them to not mm-hmm. be an immediate response. And honestly, I think sometimes it can be better for conversation and feeling like you're talking to someone all the time when there is that space between. I had to give you advice for that situation. When? Last year. You were like, this guy just doesn't like text a lot. And oh, so yes. how do you get to, he was like, how do you get to the point where you're just like texting all the time? Like, and that it's mm-hmm. not like the conversation starts and ends. Right. And that is, it's hard because I think that when you talk to people in high school, it does, it can feel like you're talking literally all the time. Yeah. Especially with like when talking goes from like, you're just snapping all the time Mm -hmm. to like actually texting. Yeah. Which if you're still, if you're past the age of 17, delete Snapchat off your phone. I have Snapchat on my phone and so do you. No, I recently deleted it. Not, not, so it was recent. So now you're like, but I mean like, don't use it as your, like when I am at a bar and I hear guys being like, what's your snap? Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Someone actually asked us on anonymous said snap. Sorry, bud. You're not getting my snap, but I do have one. I really never use it. I just have it for like a select, like I have a big group chat with all my friends. I like memories. Like I used it for that a lot. I was on some people's private stories, Mm -hmm. but now I just like, I don't care to see it. Yeah. Okay. So my advice, number one, Again, it depends on how long you guys have been talking and like what the nature of your relationship is. But you said, should I just keep texting and hope it gets better or should I communicate? I'm always going to say communicate. And but I stress the time frame. I think if you guys like met on an app or just like briefly and you're I think you sometimes in these situations, you need to be honest with yourself. Well, how many times have you hung out? Yes. So if it's more than three, yeah, then I think you're within your rights to say something. But and it doesn't have to be like, hey, you're not like you don't right. need to be like, it doesn't need to be a fight. And I'll tell no. you what you can say, but finish what you're saying. I think that you just need to be honest with yourself about the actual nature of the relationship. Yeah, because I think that sometimes when you are texting someone that you really like, you mm-hmm. can fabricate yeah. that you're. T- talking and i know well this she did say in the thing that he said he likes her like okay he's told oh her. i didn't see that sorry i didn't read that part just because i read that they like each other oh. but yeah he has told her that he likes her then yeah I but also when did he say that fair because that's the other thing if it's dwindled mm-hmm. you need to also ask yourself did it start a certain way because if it's new and you haven't like to find the relationship or anything this is a really exciting time where like you guys should be talking a lot mm-hmm. so if it has slowed down but it started out at a certain spot, then like maybe you need to like do a vibe check, like check in. Are we still into each other? Right. Here's my advice. And I know there, this isn't everyone's style, but you all do know that I'm very confrontational. And I just think like you are never going to get what you want unless you ask for it. Like you just aren't, you're never. And and so I will always communicate like how I'm feeling about something. You just did this and it made me feel this way. I just heard you did this. Let's nip this in the bud. Or like, I like you. Do you like me? (laughs) Why aren't you answering me? Yeah, like I will do that. No problem. So what I would do is if you want to communicate it, which I always will suggest depending on the circumstances like we just said, 
you could just be like, hey, um, ask them to hang out. Don't put anything in writing. Oh, that's good. So be like, hey, like, do you want to go grab a drink? Well, I don't know if you can drink. If you can drink, hey, do you want to go grab a drink tonight? Like, on me. Or um, do you want to come watch a movie? Or do you want to whatever? Go for a walk, okay? When you're in person, you can be, like, sussing it out, kind of. Like, you can you can tell in person if they're into you or not. If you're getting the vibes that, like, in person things are great and on text or whatever they're not as great, then you could be, like, you could say something then or you could say something after hanging out. You know, you could text him after hanging out and be, like, well, I think when you're in the moment with them, you could just be, like, hey, so, like, texting, I, like, I'm big on texting and I'm kind of feeling Mm -hmm. like maybe you're not, which is totally fine. But I just like, sometimes I get in my head and I'm like, Oh, does he just like not like me? So, and that's not weird to say. And if he thinks it is, it's on him. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if you say something and you're communicating your feelings to someone who reacts poorly, that says everything about them and nothing about you. Like it's really hard to learn this lesson, especially when you're like in your college age or high school age, like it's tough to stand up for yourself. But like, that is a them problem and you only need to worry about you problems. Mm-hmm. Like truly that's a them problem. And some people are just bad texters. It is Men true. Specifically. It is re- I have dated people that like suck at texting and I would get, it is, you get really, cause it's like how people talk now. So you're like, Oh my God, like yeah. they don't like me. It's like pulling teeth, trying to keep this conversation going, but I want to talk. And to they're them. not thinking anything of it. Yeah. They think that things are great. Exactly. They, I mean, number, I do promise you like, whatever you're feeling, probably you don't need to be stressed, but there's no harm in community. Cause also if you don't let him know, he's, he's going to think everything's and fine. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. Like totally. you have to advocate for yourself literally. But, and it's, I mean, I think that especially in the beginning, it's not a bad idea to just have a conversation yeah. about your communication styles in general. Exactly. Or like how you guys operate in relationships. Yes. And if you're both just, if it's a, if it's one of your first relationships, then being honest about that, that you're also mm-hmm. learning how to navigate it. And Here's like what, just oh, sorry, okay. I just got an idea. No, go ahead. This is what I would, I, God, I used to love doing this. I used to love scheming, coming up with. Just what if things. I told you none of it? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. That song was written about Caroline. It, I really, one day I'll tell the story. One of the stories of my biggest mastermind moment. Well, but Anthony's not a pretty big one. Story. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. Uh, yeah. It's possible to be puppeteer. That's all I'm going to say. But okay, so here's what I would do. Send him a TikTok, funny tweet, whatever. Send it. That's my favorite way to start conversations. Yeah, just send it out of the blue, okay? Or if you're talking, whatever, send it. Then make plans to hang out whenever you do. When you see them next, be like, bring bring it up. Be like, oh my God, how funny is that TikTok or whatever. And then be like, are you... Sorry, I guess I send you stuff a lot. Are you like a text? Do you like oh, text? That's genius. Yeah. yeah, you could just and you could send like a few things. You'd be like, sorry, I like this is just like what I do with all my friends. Like we send stuff back and forth, but I realize that like you're kind of not as into texting, maybe. So Man. is it annoying? Like, do you want me to stop? That is fire. Yeah. That's Whoa. What, that's what you need to do. Man, mind, mind blown. My mind. My, my mastermind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit yeah me with I any have the other mind questions. of a mastermind. Have you seen yes, that video? No. There's this girl doing like a mukbang in her car. Uh-huh. And she looks into the camera and she goes, I have the mind of a mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just say I have a mastermind. Wait. I f- am a mastermind. <laughs> when I, so I babysat for this family a couple summers ago and 
they had never seen Megamind, these two little girls. Insane. Which is one of my You know that I brought that movies. movie over to Anthony's house and we were in high school to watch it with him and I left it there. I love that movie. That was like, and we talk about it all the time. Megamind. It's yeah. great. So I watched it with them. They were obsessed with it, but they didn't know the name of it. And they had divorced parents. So okay. like I was at the mom's house. So mm-hmm. the mom knew what we had watched, but they were with their dad. Yeah. And I'm at school, like in Nashville in the fall and I get a call from the dad. Oh and I my was like, call. what? the hell Did you what? answered yeah wow i was like what if something's wrong I don't, don't know. call me out of the blue you're in nashville what are you gonna do i don't know i didn't know if they needed any help hey i'm in class what's up anyway i answered and he was hey the girls really need to watch this movie but they don't know the name of it oh and my God. um the younger one said it's this movie about a little blue boy <laughs> <laughs> A um little blue boy. <laughs> You're like, oh, I know just the one. Mega mine. <laughs> Prepare for your life to be changed. Oh my god. You're like, and hey, by the way, you should really take the time and watch it with them. <laughs> Important film. It'll be a good <laughs> It's actually a film, not a movie. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about because you said movie. <laughs> I can think of a film with a little blue boy. <laughs> Do you mean film? okay <laughs> uh then maybe megamind <laughs> yeah if it's a film if it's a movie i like literally don't know. you got the wrong girl don't know don't know don't know um don't care because i don't watch movies i only watch films <laughs> films okay but yeah and also one other thing to complete this game i'm i will never ever ever not suggest playing hard to get ah, that's the best too so like number one if you are in a place where you feel confident communicating your feelings, do that. Like I said, do the in-person thing or do the like TikTok thing, whatever. But especially if you're new, like why don't you not be good at texting mm. and, and see what happens? Because also that he, can be really telling. Yeah. If he doesn't change anything, then it's like, okay, maybe we need to have that conversation or Maybe I'm just like going to let this fizzle. Mm-hmm. If he amps it up or is like, are you okay? Are you there? Whatever. Then, you know, like, okay, he definitely is still into me. So then I can have either way. It'll tell you important information. I think that sometimes we don't give men enough credit mm-hmm. in that. Like he might be doing that. He that might be playing and hard then to get. also like they are also humans who mm-hmm. have the ability to make the first move and mm-hmm. text. I feel like as girls a lot. Yeah. We feel like we, Yes and no to this, but like some with, with texting, I feel like it feels like a lot of the pressure comes on the girl of like keeping the conversation mm-hmm. going. But he can text yeah. you, and he w- a good man will text you out of the blue yes. or something if he th- if he sees something that makes the same way you would if he sees something throughout the day that makes him think of you or a TikTok, he can also send that stuff mm-hmm. to you totally. But it's it doesn't mean he doesn't like you if he doesn't. Yes, sorry, and also. Um, another, so ways to keep the conversation going, sending shit, obviously like sending the media, but also you could be like, let's play a game on board. Let's play that. Like if you have an iPhone that like, um, pong game you could play or you could play and then you could comment on that, you know, or, um, you could play like 20 questions. Like I'm bored doing this, like 20 questions let's play or, or you could just take longer to respond. Like I used to always say seven minute rule. So if he texts you, do not respond right away. If you want to play hard, I don't think it really matters. But if you are trying to play hard to get, wait about seven minutes and then respond. But you can also ask, so that'll space out the day. And like also when it's getting late. Question. Yeah. 
if if he's taken hours to respond mm-hmm. i don't think you need to take hours to respond back okay because i feel like it's like okay then you just lost out on time talking to them and also it's like okay but here's what i will say when it's getting to like the end of the night and you know like what time you go to bed what time they go to bed don't answer the last text and answer mm-hmm. it in the morning and then that's that starts genius. your conversation the next day so that's another thing and yeah that's that's what I, but also ask him questions guys love to talk about themselves so <laughs> if you want to keep the conversation going ask him questions if you're getting one word answers okay but that could totally be just how they are guys are the worst yes at like how their texts come across mm-hmm. and they don't know that a lot of yeah. the time they think it's fine yeah, they really like they really don't think about it as much as we do. Yeah, I would recommend the TikTok thing, bringing it up, and then also you could play hard to get. Hopefully that helps. Case mm-hmm. closed. Next, this one. Whew. I've been relating a little bit too much to Spencer recently. <laughs> like season four, top tier Troy and acting Spencer. Any suggestions on how to self create time? Yes. Oh, Phoebe immediately did. Um, I think figure out if you're two, a couple of things. One, walks are the best thing in the world. You don't have to walk fast. You don't really even have to walk far. But just I I started going on walks like every day two years ago, and it really changed the trajectory of my days in terms of like it is an at least an hour of my day that I know I don't have any responsibilities. And I've made it that way where like I'm not answering emails on the walk. I'm not texting on the walk. Sometimes I'll call my mom, but like I'm listening to a podcast and I'm walking and not looking at my phone. And even if I'm not, it's just like background noise and I will just like, I can think about things that I don't have time to think about throughout the day. It's a good time to decompress. It's also a good time to like just get ready for the day. I do love an early evening walk too. That can be helpful. Don't go if it's dark out though. That's what I mean. It has to be like dusk. Not even, not even dusk. I'm sorry, it's too scary if you're a woman. I think that just any if walking isn't your thing, find ways that you can insulate yourself throughout the day or at the start or end of your day where you just don't have to think about anything else. I, for a while, wouldn't let myself sit on the couch and just watch TV. Like in my freshman and sophomore and part of my junior year, I couldn't just sit. Oh, yeah, we've talked about And do this. one thing. I would watch TV and do homework. I'd watch TV and get work done for my internship. Or I'd like, I'd be doing at least two things at once. Mm-hmm. I never just let myself sit and I'm the relax. Same. I'm still struggling with that. And it's something that you might need to train yourself to do. But even if you just watch like one episode of your favorite show and that's all you're doing, that can be really yeah beneficial. Self-care is like so hot right now. You know what I mean? It's like so on trend to take care of yourself. And so I think like look into some of the trending self-care things. A lot of them are maybe nothing but here's my advice for self-care if it makes you feel good then who fucking cares if it doesn't really like have any positive effects you know what I mean like there are things that I'm like I don't know if that works but I feel like I'm doing something nice for myself when I do it or I like it or whatever you know what I mean so I think what you need to do Phoebe's advice was really good you need to just take time to like do something that is relaxing that's not a job that's not being graded it's not a competition whatever you don't have to do it well okay do something super low pressure and don't let yourself do anything else like you need to do something and and if that's too hard right now like if you're in the spot where like 
I, you know, you literally can't sit on the couch and watch TV without doing something else, then do something where your hands are not free. So like work out, go to the gym, like literally leave your house, go to the gym or cook, try cooking mm -hmm. a new recipe or learn um, to embroider. Yes. I used to, I had to learn how to crochet for a show I did in college. And then I like kind of kept that up. And still sometimes if I'm getting really stressed, I'll be like, I should go buy like some yarn or something. Cause when you're doing it, you could sit on the couch and do that, mm -hmm. like and watch TV, but you're doing it. It's like, you can't be on your phone. You can't yeah. whatever. And, and sometimes being on your phone and scrolling TikTok is relaxing. Like, yes. I don't care what anyone says. But also be conscientious so. of like, sometimes if you're sitting at home and you're watching TV and you are scrolling through Twitter while you're doing that, is that adding to your stress because you're reading mm -hmm. about every bad thing that happened that day? Yeah. The other thing is like, I think you need to regulate your day. So if you don't have a planner or a good to-do list, you should get one. And like, I'm a big fan of analog. So like writing it down pen and paper, but whatever works for you. But yeah. Like, and that might write. take some trial and error. Yeah. But like, right. Okay. Here are the three most important things I need to do today. Mm -hmm. Or here are the three priorities for the week. Actually, I just got this planner from Amazon. It's like a clever fox, I think is what it's called. And it breaks the day down into 30 minute increments. It's a really great planner. It's cheap if you need one. But they have a place where you write like your top three priorities for that week. And then every day they're like, what's your top priority? And I mm. think you just need to do that. And like, then it's like, if that one thing gets done, you did it. Right. That's why I love a to-do list. Mm -hmm. I realized my sophomore year with, I was talking with my supervisor. So I love buying planners. I do too. But I never end up really being great at using them. Mm -hmm. And some, I think that because everybody loves buying planners and it's so fun, you think you have to do it that way. Mm -hmm. But if you just like, maybe your Google calendar is the way that yeah. you do it. Or for me, I get a blank notebook and i make a to-do list every day yeah, I, I i'll like do one at the too. start of the month of like every date that i have things that are like i have to go do like work or events and then every day i break in into sections of like for me right now it's school my internship um my other jobs each thing in my life gets a category and i think about everything i have to do that day or in the coming days and i write it all down mm -hmm. and it's honestly it might sound stupid but checking it off at the end of the day yeah, makes you, f you can be proud of yourself. You will feel like you accomplished something. There are days, so when I, I d have very high stress levels and like it's something I've, I've always, since I was a little kid, been like this. So I, I like Phoebe said it, like I am a Spencer. I really relate to like that frantic energy. So I feel you and how hard it is and like how scary it can be to be like trapped inside your mind when you feel like that. But what I will say also is sometimes I will like wake up and be like, okay, today is a to-do list day for me. And I'm going to write every single thing I'm doing. So I'm not just writing tasks. I'm writing, take your medicine. Mm -hmm. I'm writing, brush your teeth. I'm writing, so eat lunch, you know, because then I started doing that too. I have a me section on my mm -hmm. to-do list, which would be like, walk, eat breakfast because I'm bad at eating yeah. breakfast. Go get your coffee. Mm -hmm. Also, like you can, sorry, this is a tangent, but like incentivize yourself to do these things yeah. in terms of like the way that I get myself to go on my walk every day is I splurge on a coffee every day mm -hmm. and it's probably not the best financial decision, but like it gets me out and gets my day going yeah. and it puts me in a good mood. I saw a girl on TikTok that she has limited herself to like every Friday before work, she goes and she gets her favorite coffee, mm -hmm. doesn't care about calories, doesn't care about how much it yeah. costs. And those kinds of things can be really helpful. Yes. But like putting the things that you're 
going to just do even without a to-do list. Putting that on your to-do list. The things that aren't hard. Makes like the you... things that... Or just reminds you of how much you did today. Yes. And it, and it really does, because it can be daunting to make a to-do list with all the big things. Or the to-do list that, like, okay, I used to, like, when I was in college, I'd be like, write a paper. Okay, well, that has, like, a million sub right. to-dos, totally. you know? Like, so break it up, too. Like, and it will seem like a lot. It will seem like a really, really long list. And when you feel overwhelmed, read the list and realize it's literally... There are big things and there are really small things and you can still consider those accomplishments, you know, like you have to take care of yourself. And so when you're having a day where you're like, I'm going to struggle today and like, I feel like unproductive or I feel whatever, look, make it to do this like that and look at it and be like, wow, it felt really good to check that off, yeah. even though I would have done that anyway. Like and it also, feels good. And then it also makes the long list look less daunting because you've got a bunch of shit checked off. Yeah. Because it was just little things like feed the dog. Mm -hmm. Like it was little things you would do anyway. And when you, at the end of your day, looking back at everything you've done, but also like when you finish notebook or when the month is over and you can look back at every page of every to-do mm -hmm. list, you can be like, even if you're feeling down on yourself in that day, you can be like, well, look at how much yeah, I accomplished, accomplished and got done. Do like a monthly recap. Like, mm -hmm. what did I do this week? Do this month. Yeah. And I think also you need to maybe start learning how to say no to things and, yeah. and also saying yes to things because I will get into this place where like I will say no to things that I like to do because I have to do or I think I have to do other things or mm -hmm. I'm prioritizing things that are actually killing me and I could do it at a different day like there I mean when I was planning the wedding oh my god it's like I would work all day then I would teach until like eight o'clock then I'd be like okay now I have to send 50 emails and I have to make 50 calls and I have to design my entire tablescape and also like you're setting yourself up to fail when you right. do stuff like that and that can perpetuate the cycle of like oh my god I suck whatever um but I was like my friends are asking me to dinner my friends are asking me to go out or do something and I would always say no because I was like, I have to do this. And it's like, you know what? I might do these things better. If I go do something fun for me that I like to do and like, you know, recenter myself, check in yeah. with my friends. Remember how much I like being with my friends. If or you I just like go, 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 getting dressed, you're going to get so burnt out and then you're going to get even more frustrated yeah. with yourself. So check, always check in with yourself and have someone that you can check in with because yes. I don't have a therapist and I shouldn't call my supervisor my therapist, but we have one-on-ones every other week mm -hmm. where I can like walk someone else through everything that I'm yeah. doing in my life and get just getting another person's perspective on like, well, that actually, that sounds like a lot. And it doesn't have to be a supervisor. It can be a friend. You can be like, hey, once a week, my friend and I are going to go get coffee or we're going to go for a walk together or we're going to go get lunch. And that's a time where we're going to take the first 10 to 15 minutes of that time together and like do a little mental health check-in on right. how we're doing. And like, you know, that's, it's smart because you need support. And oftentimes when you get into a place where you need crate time, you're like alone, alone, alone. Like you're just wanting to do everything yourself and get everything done yourself. And like, it's, it can be lonely. Mm -hmm. so, so set yourself up to not be alone. Yeah. Force yourself to do things that maybe aren't, at, aren't conducive to completing your to-do list, but are going to be really good for your brain. And then also, you know, sleep. Like, yeah, that's the ultimate crate time is <laughs> sleeping. So if you're I'm not great with this, but if you're like need to sleep, like, hey, take a take a freaking melatonin or something like mm -hmm. make yourself, yeah, make yourself go to sleep. Valerian root you can get at Whole Foods. That stuff knocks me out. 
but find breathing things breathing doesn't always help me but but for some people it does do like a skincare ritual every night i do a long ass skincare ritual every night i don't know if half the shit i'm putting on my face does anything but like I feel like it's a gift to myself at the end of the day. And I've taken that time where that's all I'm doing. But also you might be on Caroline's end of the spectrum, but for me taking care of my skin and my taking care of your skin is a really great way to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's important to have something, do what you can. You don't have to have Mm -hmm. a 15 step skincare routine. I use Curology and in the morning it's three steps. I guess it's three steps in the morning and at night but i use different things yeah but it's like super simple they figure everything out for me they send it to me it comes every month and it's great and that is the only thing that has ever worked to make me have mm-hmm. a skincare routine that i do every morning and now and every you probably night. like doing it mm-hmm. like and and you probably feel it takes 21 days to build a habit and like you probably feel like oh yeah. my god i didn't do it my skin mm-hmm. feels dry or I'm thinking, you know, you think about it, whatever. So anyway, totally. just a, some advice. Hopefully some of that was helpful about crate time, but I love that you're using the phrase. And I think, you know, the first step in solving a problem is admitting you have one and admitting you need crate time. So totally. good for you for recognizing that. Now you can start working to fix it. Yeah. Okay. So that's all the advice we're doing today. If you like this segment, let us know. Maybe we'll keep doing it. If you hated it. You can tell us. But please do but it like nicely. Be nice about it. Um, and you can keep submitting advice anytime. Uh, we might do like a live and answer some of the other ones if we didn't get to yours. But thank you for participating. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. App. Yeah.